Welcome to my Soul Life podcast. This is my playground and I'm your host, Susan Scollin. I believe that we can live a life we love every day. And to do this, we have to go on a journey to uncover who we are on every layer. Join me for conversations about following our soul's calling and embodying what lights us up so we can be even more amazing people. Be inspired. A quick reminder for you that all the information shared in my podcast is my experience and the experience of my guests. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I'd encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hi everyone, it's lovely to be back with you again. Um, It's a Sunday when I'm recording this and we're about to head away, so it's kind of like I need to get this done in advance of that trip, Um, but It's just beautiful to sit here and just spend time and reflect on what's actually happened over the last couple of weeks. And we're going to dive into change and how that plays out for us. But before we get there, I just wanted to again share with you the beautiful magic tea that I have been really enjoying just cultivating a space for myself to, I guess, connect with me. And I do it with more than just magic tea. I do this on multiple levels um, through meditation, through mindfulness, through awareness, uh, through movement, through eating practices, all of the things. And I'm not perfect. I have to say that I'm not perfect at all. And I hopefully I'm never perfect. I never want to be perfect. So I want to be growing and evolving and be present with myself so that I can be more present with you. So I can be present with myself, then I can be present with others. But with magic tea, it's just this beautiful like ceremony effectively to boil the boil the water and put the tea in and then let that simmer for a period of time and then allow that to steep and sort of cultivate and then to be able to sit down and drink it. Um, and just to have that space with myself is a real gift. And I know that in what we call the busy world we don't often always get those gifts but if we can create that space in our days it just is that ability as I said before for me to be present with you I have to be present with myself first so if I can create that space for myself and create that ability just to tap into my own inner wisdom and and be with myself then I can hold space for you to be able to do the same and it's you know it's amazing when we can do that and we don't always get it perfect so I'm just going to reflect on, you know, the beautiful benefits of magic tea and aside from the ones that I've just described, but on a physiological level and why they're important to me. So having the lung condition that I've been diagnosed with and I'm moving through and I'm much further on the other side of it than I was 12 months ago, it is an anti-inflammatory tea. So having that in my life has been really Anything anti-inflammatory has been really beautiful because inflammation creates creates disease in our body, and so just helping my body heal um, and have having practices to do that, obviously it's beneficial to me. <laughs> um, it helps retain electrolytes as well. This tea, magic tea, does, and being in a warm climate that's really important because they can get depleted really quickly. So, and we want to make sure our balance, our body comes back into that balance which happens with that alkaline um, space that it's in. The tea is very alkaline. So again, disease is more created when our bodies are acidic. So when we can bring our bodies back into balance and have things that are alkaline to our system, they can be really supportive. So again, tick for me in terms of everything that's going on and how this supports me. 
something that I've always I've known for a long time is that I have a sluggish liver. So anything that I can do to help it and to support it is going to then improve my overall health. So what kind of happens is I find that when I'm sort of not well, obviously the, you know, it's like the low hanging fruit, my lungs start to play up, perhaps my liver gets a little bit more sluggish. So anything that I can do to support it ahead of time is a win for me. So the fact that magic tea actually supports our liver and helps our liver it also supports our heart and our kidneys as well um, and can help them and be protective to them so like again another win-win it's also an antioxidant um, so just lowering cholesterol and triglycerides detoxifying heavy metals doing all the work that our bodies need to do and can help us do that and it's an anti-diabetic as well. So it helps lower glucose levels. And if, you know, having a glucose monitor is a real trend for people at the moment. And, and it can be tied to stress. So if you're in a lot of stress, it could cause uh, your glucose or sugar levels to rise. Or we naturally get attracted to more sugar because we need to push through and get things done. Um, so having something that supports us in that way, just to reduce some of that stress from our bodies is going to be really beneficial. So I just encourage you to check it out. Um, and I do have a 30% discount code for you if, if this interests you. So you can go to magic magiktea.com forward slash discount forward slash Australia and get 30% off. You'll find it on my website. So you'll find it in the show notes for this episode. And you'll also find it under <coughs> I love all the things that I love. And I'm just playing around with that at the moment and building it out, but it's there. So you can check out magic tea there as well and have it brought into you. It just tastes like, it tastes like honestly normal tea um it's not as strong i don't find as a black tea um, but it has that beautiful blue hue um, that if you use an alkaline water with when you're boiling it, it you can bring out that beautiful color um, just so that you get that full experience of it not just a one layer sort of experience of just drinking tea so if you dive into susanscollin.com forward slash I love, you'll find Magic Tea or you can go to magictea.com forward slash discount forward slash Australia for that 30% off and just enjoy your tea. And if you do purchase and you're prepping it and you're playing with it and you're exploring it um, and you're sharing it on socials, just tag me. I'd love to see it. So thank you. Thank you for indulging me and allowing me to share that with you. All right, let's move into change. And, I, you know, I've talked about this in multiple levels within my podcast, um, and I've given you heaps of examples of people who are creating change in their life and what has changed in their life. Like you will start, you, you can see that from what they've shared. But if we sort of come back to what we've been doing so far this year, you know, the first episode was all about embodiment and embodying who you want to become on this journey and going through that phased approach to the journey rather than seeing it as a one and done kind of thing. Like what is that journey and allowing yourself to go on the journey because life is a journey. Life, the whole thing is a journey. Um, and we will have, I guess, milestones along the way, which are really important to recognize and, and celebrate. Um, but coming back into the whole, how can I just enjoy this journey? How can I be in present, present with it? And how can I embody the new things that are coming through for me? And then we had Sheridan Ruth last week who talked all about the nervous system and that stress response and how it's really a guide for us and something that we can pay attention to. 
um, as to how we operate in the world and how, if we want to make changes, then being aware of our stress response can be really, is really powerful. Like, no doubt you can sort of go I'm going to make this change and put it in place from a head perspective but if the body's not on board it will reject it (laughs) so and it may not feel like a rejection in the moment but maybe over time because we haven't changed our mindset we haven't made the the shifts upstairs even though our body may look like we have um, or the health condition may look like we have but it's quickly reversed and we see that a lot So when I think about change and the thing that's been coming up for me a lot is we have this, I guess, story or innate, not innate, but just this belief that we're just changing one thing about part of our life. We're not changing the whole life, but the reality is we actually are changing our whole life. Um, And it will be in small ways in other areas of our lives. But say if we're wanting to, and I'll use, you know, losing a little bit of weight, you want to take off some weight or you want to put on some weight, then that means you're going to eat differently, means you're going to move your body differently, means you're going to need to play around with sleep differently, Um, or you're going to get better sleep than you got before. So you're going to start to see these, again, physiological changes that happen in our body. But we also need to look at our mindset. And we need to allow ourselves to shift the stories that we've had in the past where, you know, maybe getting up early in the morning to go for that walk wasn't a priority I wanted to sleep in. But now you're kind of going, oh, no, I actually want to shift this weight. And so that would be beneficial for me. But you're actually changing who you are and how you operate in the world. And I think that's a really tangible example, one that you can play around with in whatever goal that you're going to set for yourself. But as I said at the beginning, we often have this story that nothing really needs to change. Like I don't want it to impact my family, but it's going to impact your family. And that doesn't mean that it's going to impact it in a negative way, or it doesn't mean that it's going to be harder for you to make those changes. It can be, and they may not want to make changes, and that's okay. You don't need to, but potentially you are going to be cooking two meals a night. So what are the ways that you can support yourself in making those changes? What are the things that you can bring in that don't fully mean that you have to create two meals at night time, right? So for me, like, you know, spag bowl, Sometimes right now I am eating a bit of wheat, um, but but other times I'm not having the pasta and I'm having um, a sweet roasted sweet potato, which is just beautiful. So looking at other ways of going, okay, this is the meal, but what do I need? What am I taking out? What am I adding in? What am I crowding out, so to speak? And then how will that work for me? And then this is what my family are going to eat, and that's okay too. But just noticing or noticing, allowing yourself to create change as you go because you are going to change. I cannot tell you that you're not. I mean, look at the example of my life over the last 10 years and what change that we've made. You know, going from having a baby, which, you know, I was kind of like, it's not a huge change. It is a change. It is a big change, but it's not the huge change to then having postnatal depression been struggling um, going back into corporate and I had an amazing corporate job don't you know don't get me wrong in that space and amazing opportunities and so grateful for everything that I had but at the same time then I'm going oh but it's not enough like why is this not enough for me what is that 
shift that I need to make or why, why do I even need to make a shift, right? Why can't I just be that person that just turns up to, for that nine-to-five job and just goes in and does the stuff and comes home? That's just, it's just not me. It's not in my bones. And it never has been. So it's really funny to kind of think about going back into corporate now um, after I've been out for over three years how do if I was to go into a corporate environment or even you know like a local job or whatever that kind of might be I go oh I'm not gonna I won't last I won't last beyond three months before I'm not burnt out but I can or I could be burnt out but I can see the signs and I'm not going to be enjoying what I'm doing and that's going to impact everybody else so it's like that whole I revert back to Perhaps if I've lost a lot of weight, I revert back to my old self because I kind of have those stories that might be safer and might be more secure to be over there or it might be easier, whatever those stories are. But the reality is they're no longer, I can no longer be attached to them and it's time to let those go. It's time to embody the new version of me, which I've been doing for a long time, but I'm using this as an example around you know, we can get caught up in, oh, if I just went back there and did that, everything would be okay. But I already know that everything won't be okay. So embracing the change, allowing the change to come through so that we can go deeper. I was having a look at my gene keys last night. Just something came to me. Um, there's a, I've got an addiction piece within my IQ and um, that's my shadow effectively. But the transition into um, silence, which is my city, the top part, effectively, where we want to, where we're going, um, I have to go through basically a spiral. So looking at addiction is like a circle. You keep repeating it. So you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. But the spiral takes you up and takes you, transforms you as you go. And so looking at if I was to... Um, do another course because that's sort of playing around or do some work in the podcast. I went, oh, well, I could bring on these guests because what would I learn? And learning for me is like an addiction at the moment. I think it's really important, but study that kind of that kind of space. But that's still that circle effectively. Um, it's, it's an important part, but it's also about moving through and bringing the spiral in and then going, okay, who do I become because I go on this journey and I spiral up um, into the next version of myself to come into the silence that I, it's an innate silence within me that I know I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. <clears throat> but if you had have asked me 10 years ago to just describe that process that I just described to you then, I couldn't have done that. <laughs> I wouldn't have known any of that sort of stuff. Um, and <clears throat> this is part of the work that I do with the, the clients that I have is tapping into their innate wisdom Actually, it's it's a majority of the work. It's tapping into their innate wisdom to uncover what's true for them and how they can move through um, the challenges that they're facing that that are keeping them in that circle and how can we spiral them up using their superpowers, tapping into their superpowers to create the change of being, not just the change of life, not the things that we tangibly see, but the change of who they are and what's going on in their mind. Um, and therefore what's going on in their bodies and what's going on spiritually for them and what's going on emotionally for them. How do we evolve through that? And when I teach primordial sound meditation, one of the things that comes up is this whole idea of software of the soul. And this is where we're, you know, we're living by our conditioning. 
And the example that I use in there, because I think this will be really tangible for everybody here, is when we look at our kids and they and our kids are you know going off about whatever the challenges that they're facing at at this point in time. We just sit with them, or for some of you, you might still be in the fixing mode, but from where I am, I just sit with Teddy and explore it with him if he's open to it and just allow him to move through that, knowing that there's no problem and that this is just part of his evolution. But for me, I don't have those concerns that he has, right? We don't worry about so much the friendship groups or um, the teacher, (laughs) you know, if if they're not happy with the classroom in some sort of way or something that happened out in the soccer field. We're not we're not worried about those sorts of things. We will worry about we could see them, but we will worry about other things in our lives. And so it's you can see the transition of that change already that what we used to worry about isn't something we necessarily worry about now. We have worries, but knowing that in the future we're not going to worry about the things that we worry about now. So how can what are the ways that we can embrace that change? What are the ways that we can embody it and allow ourselves, give ourselves permission to change, to be different, to go, do you know what, this is what I need and it's okay. Um, I just came off a call where a woman just said, you know, I I think it's selfish what I'm doing but I need to do it because what she's doing is for herself. And I just celebrated her and said, do more of it because it's working. And because when we talked about the benefits of what's happening in her life because of her being, in inverted commas, selfish, the flow-on effect to her family is huge. So I, I said, be more selfish. <laughs> like, can you? How, how can you be more selfish? What does that look like? Um, because that brings so much light and joy to ourselves, myself included, when I'm doing things for myself. And then that has a flow-on effect into my family and the benefits that come out there. So embracing the change and going, this is what I'm doing now, this is what I'm exploring now, doesn't mean that I'm going to explore this forever and doesn't mean there's not going to be a different version of it. And I said this to Chris recently, I'm going to just focus on eating whole foods um, and that doesn't mean that when we go away I'm not going to, you know, eat the ice cream or have the takeaway or whatever it might be. I'm not worried about that time. I'm just going to do this when I'm at home and I'm going to allow it to evolve so that I'm not, you know, caught up in the perfectionism of everything, but I'm just going to allow myself to be. Whereas in the past I would have gone, no, I need to hold tight. I need to do this and I need to focus for a set period of time. And then once it's done, it's like, oh, I can now breathe. Whereas now I choose to embrace the change and allow the balance to come in and to become more me and to become, be that selfish version of myself, but not in a negative way because everybody gets the benefits, but allow that change to come in and allow myself to be in the change. Because, and I think a really great way to wrap this up is to talk about my lung lung journey and the thought I had I guess I had was I'm healing this so that I can be normal in inverted commas but my normal from past to my normal to where I am now or in six months time or 12 months time is different because I am different so how can I embrace 
that normal now. That doesn't mean that my lungs haven't fully healed. It doesn't mean that, you know, I've gone from, you know, because I've got bronchiaxis, so the widening of the bronchial tubes, and that I've gotten rid of the non-tuberculosis myobacterium, which is the, the mucus that I cough up. That's all gone and has normalized, but I am a different person because I have gone on this journey. So can I embrace that change now and allow, create space for that change now and become that now person, like that person of the future, become her now? Yeah, I can. So what, what's a way that you can do that today? So if you look at the changes that you want to create in your life, don't look at the negatives of it absolutely explore them i mean that's it's really healthy to do that but also give air time to the positives what's going to come in and who you're going going to become because you go on that journey and that person that you're becoming can you become her now and what does that look like and we're just talking about feeling we're not talking about doing how can we embody that into our body much like sheridan talked about last week you know how innate wisdom is within our body it already knows it and so we're just getting our brains effectively to catch up and our nervous systems to catch up with what our body already knows so can i feel into that future version of me and become her now so that when we're done with this we're already there we've been there for months and we're going okay what do i want to create next who do i want to become next or just sitting with her and going look what we've done How amazing are we? But we do that now and we're just going to keep repeating it and it feels so bloody good. All right. So coming back to you, thinking about the changes that you are making and creating, how do you want to feel about those? Bring those into your body now. Create that change in your body now. And it's not perfect. It's not like, oh, my God, I've got this sorted and I've done it once. (laughs) It's doing it over and over and over again until it becomes normal your new normal it's funny it's like the thoughts we can kind of have in our head you know why did he do that why is he you know why didn't he put that bin out or whatever it might be but noticing it and going ah there's that thought still to the point that over time that thought disappears and you're just the one putting the bin out or it's already been put out because they've already done it (laughs) you know so it can apply to anything in your life so embrace that change now Embrace who you're becoming now. Embody who you're becoming now because it brings so much light, love, kindness, curiosity, adventure to our lives. All right. Thank you for being here. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. And I have a couple of small favors to ask. If you love this episode, please share it with someone you love and you know the episode will resonate with. Also, to help spread the word about my podcast, please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love hearing your thoughts about my podcast and what's resonating with you. Plus, it helps us share my podcast with the rest of the world, which is amazing. Finally, thank you so much for being here. I'm super grateful for you and I'm truly honored you've spent your time with me. Let's keep rising. Let's keep growing because it's totally possible to live a life you love every day right where you are. See you in the next episode.